Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's in this league with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. Playlist 10, 10, 17, Tuesday overnight on air. You boys in line. What's up? It's Bogman and the Welsh. We're in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to, I would say, one of the fastest growing, you know, I don't even want to call it online, you know, radio uh, sports communities. I mean, the FNTSY is growing like you guys have no idea. So you listening right now, you're on the ground floor. It's like a pyramid. It's a, it's a funnel system. It's not a pyramid. It's a funnel, funnel system. system. Yeah. You're on the ground <laughs> floor, and uh, you are listening to something that is blowing up and uh, becoming a big thing. So we are glad to uh, have you here. We're glad to be a part of it, and we're glad to talk some fantasy football with you and everything we've been talking about from our rap to our argument to the poll question of, uh, is Marshawn Lynch a viable RB2? 72% say nada. No. No, no, no. I don't want to talk yeah, about it anymore. Yeah, and I, no. I don't. I don't blame him. I, I you know mean, who's an RB1? Uh, Marshawn Lynch has not been good. You know who's an RB1? Who's an RB1? Leonard Fournette uh, against your Steelers, yeah. unfortunately. Well, against everyone that he's played against, you mean. What did you tell me? What did you tell me? Did they I, did they take one of his jerseys to Canton? They took his jersey from, Steel, from the Steelers game to Canton because he is the youngest player in NFL history with a 90-yard touchdown, which I, like, look, I can respect that and everything. Like, that's cool, but, like, is that really a record, a 90-yard touchdown? Like, that's just, to me, it's no. a touchdown. This like, is... if he run for, you know, 285 yards or something, or uh, he put up 300 yards uh, against Pittsburgh or something, I would get it, but I don't understand them sending his jersey for a long touchdown run. No, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, this is like <laughs> like over-crazy parents that are saving, like, you know, every ribbon, every sock, every shoe that the person's done. They they break <laughs> off the wall that they did the, the height marks of their child. It's too much. What we need to do in the NFL, really any sport, by the way, we need to have, like, 20 records. And we focus on those 20. Like, every time... Something is going on. People create. They're like, oh, so since uh, you know, 2014, this guy has the most hits since 2014. Under the age of uh, 25, but all of it over the age of 24 <laughs> and four months. And and let's save this ball and let's put it to the Hall of Fame. Enough of it. It's, it's boring. It's stupid. I hate to have. We don't need the jersey of the youngest player to run 90 yards because then we're gonna have. Okay, now is the youngest player to run 91 yards, and it's it's dumb. Let's have like the most catches, the touchdowns. The passes, some sacks, some interceptions. Let's dumb it down a little bit because it's really boring and stupid. It, like every t- like I love baseball. Baseball is one of my favorite. Every time anybody does anything, I don't even know 
how they ever play with the ball twice. They should just every single ball after a hit. I feel like they're throwing into the dugout. And they're like, oh, well, this, this is like the fourth hit that this player had in his 12th major league game. So we had to, we had to save this. He got a double. It's his first double. We don't need that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think the more impressive stat to me was the highest uh, speed for any player in the open field this year was Leonard Fournette on that run, 22.7 miles per hour. All right, let's save his socks. Let's go. NFL, go get his socks. Get his shoes. Get the cleats. Pull the dirt under from his feet, and let's put that in a jar as well. Let's do that. Send it to Canton. All right, we'll be back. We're going to talk about week six. Don't go anywhere. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock daily fantasy sports. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it, don't do that. I'm here for you. Oh, in this league. <laughs> you are Sports Radio Network in partnership with Fantasy Draft and DKMS are looking to delete blood cancer. Fantasy Sports Radio Network's running daily fantasy football contests with Fantasy Draft to support and bring attention to DKMS. They're a nonprofit whose mission is to lead the fight against blood cancer by working with families, communities, organizations to recruit more potential bone marrow donors and save more lives. So you ask, how is Daily Roto and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network doing that? Well, that partnership with Fantasy Draft, they're setting you up to play a weekly free fantasy league. Uh, you know, they have like the, you know, you do your rosters and you do your salary cap. The winner of each week is going to be uh, put together in one final game in week 17, where 16 contestants are going to battle it out for their shot to win tickets to this year's Super Bowl. It's all free to play in those contests. And when uh, you go on to dailyroto.com slash DKMS, go sign up. You can find your ways to help delete blood cancer and also take your shot at winning some Super Bowl tickets. That ain't bad. uh, Fantasy for a good cause. Fantasy for a good cause. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I've worked a Super Bowl in radio, which is really cool. There's no cooler feeling. Then when you're producing a show, because I used to work on that end, and you're like, you know, you're talking to the guys. You're like, all right, you know, we got Tim Brown coming on here and expect a call. And then you pick up the phone and Marcus Allen's on the other line. And then you're, you know, you're making calls here or there. And the Super Bowl is just a crazy time. I've never gone, always wanted to go. Yeah, I've never gone either. It's I don't really care to go to games, but obviously if. You have tickets to the Super Bowl. And it's been, like, I wouldn't have to pay for airfare or a hotel or anything. Like, it's been here. I could have gone just to the game, but it's always been, like, the Patriots and the Seahawks or the Giants and the Patriots, and I have no interest in that. You know, <laughs> if if it was the Steelers versus anybody, I would have definitely gone. I almost went to Dallas. Well, I'll uh, tell you. I'm glad I didn't because I lost that one. The one thing that's not going to get us there is our – gambling abilities now i will tell you 
I am at the top of one of these lists. Every week we go, we do the spread and we do the over under and we talk, you know, some fantasy nuggets on each team. And if you've got any questions based on these week six matchups or trade stuff or anything, you can tweet us. Is it the Welsh Bogman sports or call in 844-84-FNTSY. We'll be glad to do that while we are going over week six. I'm coming off a 15 and O 15 and O over under week. And we knew I wa- I wasn't going to do well. And uh, yeah, lo and behold, and, uh, I did not. I got to apologize to everybody because that's all we're going to hear for the rest of the year. Is that well, the 15 and 0 that I went 15 and 0? Yeah. <laughs> the one 15. week that the Welsh went 15 and 0. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I didn't do that I well this week. apologize so. to everybody. Lay, lay out what we had. We had a couple extra um, uh, guys in here. Uh, Justin Mason from uh, Friends of Fantasy Benefits and uh, Joe Pizabia from the Fantasy Black Book and this network right here. They joined me as Bogman was out watching the Diamondbacks wildcard game. They joined me last week, and we all did the pick So, Bogman, how did we do on the over-under, which was not good for me, and how did we do against the spread? The Welsh was 9-5 and five against the spread. I was 7-7. Oh. Seven and seven. Uh, Mason was six and seven and Joe was six and eight. Ooh. So you missed, you didn't label one of Mason's games. So I couldn't tell. Uh, oh, he probably he got it wrong. Don't worry. So he was six and seven. Yeah, he probably got so it. So I just didn't label it. Uh, over-unders, the Welsh, remember, 15-0 last week, <gasps> five and seven. Yeah, I week. think that was, I think I we all was, knew that was coming. I was also five and seven. Mason was eight and three and Joe three. was six and six. So... There you each go. week, each week, I'm going to be amazing at one of them. That's what we've learned about this. Which one? <laughs> Who knows? I have no idea. <sighs> Fifteen and zero. Did you did you and Bavona pick your survivor guys? Because I lost immediately as soon as I tried to keep it rolling under my same one. No, we didn't even. Uh, I didn't even think of doing survivor. I, I am so out of survivor in everything that I've done. I don't know. I could play around with it again. Who did uh, Who did Morrissey say as we were coming on the air? He said, uh, who the hell was the pick of the week? <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Uh, Broncos? I don't know. The Steelers? Is that what Bavon- Bron- was it Broncos? Yeah, Bavon right. is saying Broncos. Yeah. Red Heat and Rage. That's where you go to win money. Here, eh, you just you don't. <laughs> You're not going to win anything. We're, we're funny. It's be you know, you get, you get your reps here. And then I mean, if you listen to me last week when I went 15-0, and 0, you would have won a lot of money. <sighs> God, I don't want to lie. All right, can we go to this week, please? We can. All right, uh, let's go to all the games. We'll go fantasy nuggets. We'll go over, under, and the spreads. First game up, Philly at Carolina. Carolina is a three-point favorite, and the over, under is 45 and a half. What do you think, Boggs? Man, this one's tough because I like both these teams. I just think that Carolina is clicking right now all Cam Newton had to do was insult all females and then put out a half-hearted apology uh, to start rolling. Did you see and that video? He's been he rolling. I didn't see it. I can't. That's like weird. that stuff's too embarrassing to me. I can't watch it. Like what's more? We talked well, about I... that before. You just get too embarrassed. Like I was having the same thing when you were rapping. Like it was making my skin <laughs> crawl because I get. I wish you had seen you. it because I wanted to ask you what was more embarrassing: Cam Newton's apology video or Eminem's uh, cipher? Because it's close. Uh... Is it? It's close. I mean, was he sincere? I heard I heard some people say, yeah, it sounded like he's, you know, realized his mistake. And some people be like, yeah, come on. He eh, didn't. Sounded like a guy that lost a sponsor. I don't know. Like he says he grew, <laughs> but I don't know. How much? Oh, man. Okay, how so how many protests would there be if if somebody just went and added Cam Newton as their spokesperson now? Eminem would do a uh, cypher video on, on it. 
I can guarantee you that. I'm going to take in this one, I'm going to take Carolina and I'm going to take the under. I think Carolina's clicking right now. Not only does Cam Newton look better, but the defense looks a lot better. I've never been a big Carson Wentz fan. Uh, this is a Thursday night game. Philly's on the road at Carolina. So I'm going to take Carolina in the under. I'm with you on Carolina. I think Carolina's clicking. Ed Dixon seems to be a great fit in this offense. What, like, big dudes they have, too, when you think about, like, Funches and Benjamin and, and Dixon, and they're really moving the field. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey gets to play, like, a pseudo slot receiver type of role. So, I don't know. I think they're clicking really well. Philly looked amazing, but it was against the Cardinals. And, you know, all the Cardinals could do is they're like, well, we, we got Patrick Peterson, and he could guard Alshon Jeffrey, <laughs> but they can't guard anybody else. And Carson Wentz was incredible. So, it's not the same thing, though. So I'm going to go Carolina and the over, though, because I think some points points will be scored here. Blood will be shed. Is there anybody um, that you feel overtly excited about or, like, really mm. negative on for this week? Christian McCaffrey has been like, a, you know, I don't know, every single week. The running back situation in Philly has been weird, except with Wendell Smallwood not practicing, and he's still he's very questionable this week. I'd assume he doesn't go LeGarrette Blunt is getting the go. I actually kind of like LeGarrette Blunt, even though it's not like a super awesome mm -hmm. defensive matchup. I could see Carolina getting into the five and just hand or uh, Philly getting into the five and just handing off the ball to Blunt. I don't really feel good about pretty much anybody in this game because it's a Thursday night game and Philly's defense has been playing really well, but so is Carolina's. So I'm not. Like, I don't I think I would knock anybody specifically in this game, but I am not excited about anybody in this game, even a little bit. I like Ed Dixon. Yeah, I mean, I tried to pick him up in every league, but uh, I had a lot of shares of crappy tight ends, so too mm, many O.J. Got... Howard shares. I actually Ooh. only have one O.J. Howard share. Okay, but... that's good. Uh, Zach Ertz. Zach, Zach Ertz is probably the play of this one. Uh, Boggs, Miami at Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> Is this real? Atlanta is an eleven point favorite. The over under is forty six and a half. Well, remember Atlanta's coming off the bye. So they've had two weeks to prep for this game. So uh Jay Cutler could not have looked any worse the last couple weeks. So I'm gonna take Atlanta and I'm gonna go under. I think Atlanta's gonna be the team doing all the scoring in this game. I like two weeks to prep. I like a bye week for them. So I got Atlanta and the under. My, one of my favorite jokes I heard all week is Miami lost a new sponsor this week because Coca-Cola found out that Miami prefers Coke, uh, or, or actually, I guess it's Pepsi. That nah, screwed <laughs> the joke up. It was Pepsi dropped Miami because they pref they found out they prefer Coke over Pepsi. It eh, doesn't work. One of the, the Steelers uh, in the Steelers subreddit, it was said, hey, look, we lost and we looked really bad, but our offensive line coach wasn't fired for doing blow on Facebook. So how about that? <laughs> the best looking line Miami's had all year. It's amazing. Ah, um, zing zong, zing zong, zing. I got that one out. Couldn't get the other good joke out. I don't know, man. I mean, Atlanta could just destroy on here. I'm going to say this is an, I'm going to go over. I don't know. Atlanta. Oh God. Jay Cutler's the worst quarterback in the NFL. I'll go Atlanta. Yeah, I'll go Atlanta. Atlanta wins this 20 points or above. Right? Atlanta and the over. Gotcha. Can you trust Jay Cutler ever again? Is this the game to trust no, Jay Cutler? To do what? Not. I, I to, to smoke. What are you trusting Have a Jay Cutler? cigarette on the sidelines? Yeah. Hey, can I bum a smoke from you? That's what you can trust Jay, Jay, Cut, Jay Cutler for. I can't say his name. That's how much I don't trust him.
All right, let's get the let's get the hell out of here. Let's get to commercial break. We got more. We've got uh, Baltimore, Chicago, Cleveland at Houston, Green Bay at Minnesota, and all the rest of the games. So don't go anywhere. It's Bogman the Wells for in this league fantasy football all hour. We'll be back. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? Nobody? Nobody. ITL. ITL is back. It's In This League. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh from InThisLeague.com. If you guys enjoy uh, fantasy podcasts because you're listening to some fantasy radio, well, you can get a uh, triple dose of your love for fantasy sports by listening to the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Go on iTunes, search in In This League. You'll see the artwork for that one, plus this one. And you'll also be bombarded by the baseball, the the what is it, baseball, the basketball, the college football, my Prospect One podcast, Arizona Fall League startup if you're a baseball fan. I am burnt, but I went out and did a doubleheader. So Ronald Acuna, Kyle Tucker, Justice Sheffield. Uh, it was uh, It's a beautiful thing. Sports are a beautiful thing. And guess what? Bogman and I, we cover every inch of it. You didn't hear us say hockey? Well, we've got a hockey show at InThisLeague.com. It's the Roto Hockey Show, so you can get all of your stuff hooked up if you need, uh, you know, you need an extra dose of uh, everything you get over here at Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You need some more Bogman and the Welsh. You can get hooked up. Not too bad, right, Bogs? Hook it up. Let's hook it up. How about Chicago at Baltimore? Speaking of hooking up, Baltimore is favored by 6.5. The over-under is 39.5. I-, I don't know what to do with my hands with this game. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to do? I, you know, Baltimore beat Oakland. Uh, Chicago uh, had uh, Minnesota on the ropes, from what I was told. I was too busy watching the Dimebacks get drummed out of the playoffs uh, during that game. So I didn't get to see a lot of Mitchell Trubisky. But Mitchell. I know one thing. I've seen a lot of Joe Flacco, and I don't trust any of it from what I've seen. I'm going to take Chicago, and I'm going to take the under in this game because I think this is going to be a pillow fight. I'm going to agree with you on both ends. I'm going to take Chicago, and I'm going to take the under as well. I think I think Chicago could uh, straight up win this one. It would not shock me, even though it's, you know, it's tough going, going into Baltimore. To. You don't th- you think they Baltimore will or won't? Sucks. No, awesome. I think Chicago's winning this game. Baltimore yeah, the sucks. offense is just a disaster. Macklin is just all over the board, and you know the running back situation in Baltimore is really untrustworthy. Buck Allen. Week in and week out has been the is really just a flex option at this point. If if you don't play in PPR, I just wouldn't start. I, I just, I, I, you know, that question we asked earlier about the Giants. Who are the trustworthy Ravens at this point? Like, really think the when I say the word trustworthy, is there one? None of them ever. No, there's not. Well, I mean, yeah, no, outside of your that's hatred. Just, that's just my hate. Who'd you rather start I mean, this week, Mitch Trubisky or Joe Flacco? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Trubisky. Me too. I'd rather start Trubisky. Maybe he'll run a little bit. I'm not starting Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. What about Chicago? Oh, okay, how about this one? With Tariq Cohen, since Benny Cunningham has come back, Tariq Cohen's carries have continued to drop. He's becoming less of a fantasy option, but he still looms. Do you think this is John the type Fox. of game that can reclaim? Would you would you flex Tariq Cohen? 
No, no, I would not. Not until you see him like back in business for two more weeks. I can't do it. Uh, he's been so. Would you rather have Tree Cohen or Marshawn Lynch? I knew you were going to ask that. I was going to ask that. Uh, I, I just, I guess Lynch. I'd rather go with Marshawn. Marshawn's got to get the carries. He's got to. So, uh, Tree Cohen is guaranteed basically nothing. So I just could not run him out there. He's live out update. The last couple weeks. So. Is Marshawn Lynch a viable running back to rest of season okay. on our we Twitter poll heard. at FNTSY Radio? Poll. Congratulations. 70, 72% say no, he is not with me. 28% okay. the wrong answer with Bogman. That's a fact. That's Dude, the truth. All right. You better, Next game. You better There's another hope boring he one. does nothing. Why does, does it? You do you ever notice? Does it does seem like nothing. Cleveland? What? You better hope Marshawn Lynch does nothing this week or I will yeah. be blowing you up on Twitter. I'll hit up Pavona. Somehow this episode will get deleted. It won't be on the internet anymore. That's <laughs> but I, I'm okay with it. I'm not saying it couldn't. Of all, we, I mean, we'll talk about it here in just a little bit when we get to the game, but it's possible. It's just he's done nothing to prove it outside of being gone for a whole season and be ineffective for five games outside of the two touchdowns with no yards. That's all I'm saying. All right. You're I feel right. like Cleveland never has a good game. I mean, but it is Cleveland, so maybe it kind of matches that way. But Cleveland at Houston. <laughs> Houston is a 10-point favorite. The over-under is set at 47. I'm going to take Houston, and I'm going to take the over in this one. Not because I think Deshaun Watson is going to go crazy. I think Kevin Hogan sparked a little bit with Cleveland, and Houston lost a lot on defense uh, last week. So I'm going to go with Houston, and I'm going to take the over in this game with your boy Kevin Hogan, brother. Brother, dig it. I am, well, that's actually Macho Man. I'm going to go... <laughs> The over and Cleveland. Oh, so just give me, give me anything. Why would you take Cleveland in anything ever? That's not basketball. Kevin Hogan, brother. With those 20, well, it was probably like 13 inch pythons that he's rocking. Uh, the efficient <laughs> offense he runs. Isaiah, the injury to the i mean houston's defense has really be, increasingly been depleted jj watt injury is a, is a pretty big deal they're banged up the offense is efficient why i see it in over under i'm not saying cleveland's gonna win this i wouldn't never bet that but 10 no. points i could see this i could see cleveland losing by seven i absolutely could so i'm gonna take the i could see I'm take cleveland the losing cleveland. by 35 they could too. Uh, but I mean, I, I think they might be able to put up some garbage time. DeAndre Hot. Well, Cleveland's defense is eh, it's okay. It hasn't been the worst thing on the planet. And Miles uh, Garrett uh, sack on his first play. Yeah, I mean, and they're not like the Cardinals. So I don't, I don't mind this matchup whatsoever. I know DeAndre Hopkins has been really good. Lamar Miller has been very efficient. Deshaun Watson has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but. This might be one of those weird games where it's just kind of a it's some slaying, it's gunfighting, and I think Cleveland could potentially keep it close. So give me Cleveland and the over. All right, we got to burn through some of these here. Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay minus three and a half, over under forty six and a half. I'm gonna take Green Bay. You know, I have the over here, but I think I'm gonna go under on this one. Green Bay and the under for me. Well, Sam Bradford uh, it, he should be back, even though he was back, and then he was out in case Keenan was back in. Uh, let's see, three and a half. I'm definitely going Green Bay. That's a no-doubter. The over-under is... right? Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Uh, but the over-under is tough in this game. I am going to go over. Yeah. Over. Green Bay and the over. All right, we'll go um, with that. Uh, nothing really excites me in that one. Well, I mean, okay, I want to ask you. We want to see Ty Montgomery and Aaron Jones. I want to see that dynamic if Ty is back. 
And that looks, well, it looks like that might be happening. Ty Montgomery's been fully practicing. Aaron Jones, a report on Roto World via, um, it's in my news update, if you hear it, via uh, ESPN's Rob Domovsky, I think it was, says that they might stick with Aaron Jones as the starting running back, and which would potentially maybe move Ty Montgomery into kind of one of those, you know, slot wide receiver slash third down back. You know, maybe he gets 10 carries a game. Like, it's a Chris Thompson role, essentially, is how I view it, except more touches uh, receiving in, which... I don't know, it kind of hurts both of their value. It hurts Montgomery, like no doubt, but it doesn't like help Aaron Jones. Maybe it makes him a flex option. But then you got the same thing more inefficiently in Minnesota with McKinnon and Latavius Murray. So if you had to pick one back in each system for this week, knowing Montgomery's banged up, knowing we saw a ton of McKinnon, pick a back for each team. I would take Jones because I Montgomery's still banged up. And I would take McKinnon because I Me expect too. Minnesota to be down and them to be passing the ball at the end of the game, and he could get a lot of dump-offs. McKinnon so looked— Those would be my two guys for this game. I mean, it was like the Bears and stuff, but McKinnon looked good. Like, he looked he looked good, and you're right. He is kind of that, like, receiving third down back. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Jones and McKinnon, which guarantees that Murray and Montgomery go <laughs> off this weekend. All right, next one up. How about— I got it. I got it. Go Detroit ahead. at New Orleans— New Orleans is a five-point favorite, and the over/under is set at fifty. What do you think? Well, you know, once again, New Orleans coming off the bye, extra week to prep, so I'm easily going to take New Orleans here, and I'm going to take the under. I know these are two high-scoring teams, but New Orleans well, defense the the two weeks before uh, before their bye week, it's been stepping up a little bit here. So I'm going to go New Orleans, and I'm going to go with the under. This does feel kind of trappish. You know what I mean? Like, this is the, mm-hmm. the highest over of the week is 50, and that's this game, which is uh, kind of odd. I am going to go Nolens and the over. I think this, no, I know it has all the over. makings to be a shootout, but then, like, there's that thing inside of you that's like, nah, it might go under, but nah, I don't know, man. I think, you know, renewed offense, it's, you're going to see a lot of uh, Kamara. You're going to see a lot of Ingram. They're going to be slinging it. Willie Sneed might be back. Detroit is coming off some pitiful performances that I think they need to get their offense kind of ramped back up. I could see this as a the offensive game that we actually expect and this this heavily go on the over. I mean, that's kind of what you expect, so I could see it. Uh, again, another one in before the break here. The Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots are favored by 9.5. The over-under is 47.5. Jets won two straight, the Welsh. Mm. Can they make it a third against New England? They cannot. It's New England. I'm not going <laughs> to play that game. Now, hey, the Tom Brady's type, got the AC sprain. I know, but he says he's going to play. That's I don't. That's the type of stuff that just rolls right off me. I see Tom Brady, you know, strain, questionable, and then he says, I'm going to play Sunday. I believe Tom Brady. He is going to play Sunday, and he's going to throw four touchdowns, most likely. But it also makes me want to take the under. Or they're going to get down to the one, and Gillisley is going to get three touchdowns. You that's, know what I mean? That's a good point. Uh, but uh, aside the point, I am going to go New England for sure. You know, and I'm going to go the under. I think, uh, what do you have? Do you have the under as well? I do. New England and the under. Uh, you know, I, I think the the Jets are, you know, they said they weren't going to tank, and everybody's like, okay. And then they won two straight. I don't think they're giving in. Patriots don't have a defense. Like, everything in my body wants me to take the Jets. Because they're at it. home. They upset uh, the Patriots sometimes. Uh, but I just can't pick against Brady. And, and, I mean, like, 
This feels trappy, too. It feels like you want to lean towards the Jets because they won two straight. Brady's got the AC sprain. The defense looks bad for New England. So all of it looks like you want to take the Jets. But that is why the Patriots will win by 55 points. I want to almost lean the, the over Jets now. might be in it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. I mean, the the uh, this is a perfect opportunity for a guy like Elijah McGuire. This, you know, the, the New England gives up a whole bunch. I'm going to go New England over. Change it. Change it on the board. New England okay. over. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, we got more coming up. Finish out the rest of the games. It is Bogdan and the Wells for In This League. Don't go anywhere. Let's get some overs. Let's get some spreads with you. We'll be back. <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan Zimmerman, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. It's Marshawn Lynch, y'all. <laughs> Get your AP right now. <laughs> it should have been. I want to back, want to back, want to run, run, run back. Why did we come back to a mighty good man? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, Pavona, is there a logical reason? Did you? Was it, or was it just next in the playlist? <laughs> no reason. Okay, that's just good. Were you trying to tell us something? Are we mighty good men? You are mighty good men, guys. You are. Thanks, buddy. How you been? Hi, what's going on with you? I'm good. I'm good. I really can't complain. How's the Disney draft going? Well, actually, it turns out I, it's <laughs> not. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm three and two. Okay, well, thank you. You can turn around. You're the Jets right now. You're the Jets of the Disney <laughs> League. So turn it around. Oh come on! I mean, like, I know they're doing better than my Giants, but oh god, that's so embarrassing. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Giants. yeah, that is. That yeah. is extremely embarrassing. I like I it. You know, it's amazing, too, thinking about, like, the Niners and uh, Giants being the worst in the NFL, and it was, like, years ago they were playing in one of the most, you know, awesome comeback uh, playoff games, and they're just the worst. We're the worst now. So, all right. Uh, we're back at it with the Pickums, and, we're, oh, speaking of which, we left off right at my horrible, stupid team, 49ers <laughs> at the Redskins. <laughs> Washington is a 10-point favorite. The over-under is 46 and a half. Mm, this one is really tough to pick on the, like, I'm definitely going over because I think that San Francisco with Hyde, you know, I know Hyde had the hip thing, but then Shanahan said that he went with Brieta because of game flow, not because of Carlos Hyde's hip at all, which makes me all kinds of concern about Carlos Hyde, uh, not including the hip, but just the problems that, that he may have if, he doesn't get it rocking really soon in that offense. But because Breda couldn't do anything else either, they were slinging that rock. And a lot of those receivers look good. George Kittle, Marquise Goodwin, obviously Pierre Garçon is always going to get a, a lot of reps. So I thought the Niners offense looked good. There's another Washington coming off the bye, though. They're at home. So I am going to take Washington, but I'm definitely going with the over. Yeah, I like the I like the over on this. I mean, the defense for the 49ers is they signed uh, Leon Hall. If you remember Leon Hall, former Michigan cornerback. Uh, okay. Yeah. Signed him cuz they had an injury. I think it was 
I don't know who the hell it was. I honestly, like, I'm a diehard 49er <laughs> fan for my whole life, and I don't even know half the roster anymore. But Ruben Foster has been practicing, so he might be back. So, you know, defense is still defensing and uh, decent. The offense is, eh, you know, I don't know. They made comments that Breda and Hyde, they're going to go with the hot hand, which is just horrible for remember all those hide owners at the start of the season that wanted to shove it down everyone's throat who questioned hide i don't hear from those guys right now because the offense is puttering they're 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 hanging out with the isaiah crowell truthers so yeah and the guys that still have marshawn lynch as an rb2 oh f you (laughs) okay so i'm going to go with the over because i agree with you but i'm going to take the 10 points with san francisco san francisco's defense playing pretty tough here they're playing in some games. They've lost some close ones. So, yeah, San Francisco and the over for show. For show. Going to get that for show. How about uh, Tampa Bay at the Cardinals? Tampa Bay favored by two and a half over under 44 and a half points. The Welsh. What are you going with this one? Uh, Arizona looked terrible last week. They did. Man, I am picking no unders. That worries me. But I'm not going to stop now because I'm going to go the over and I'm going to take Arizona, a revived Ooh. Arizona offense with AP uh, behind the oh wheel. You God. got Larry, Larry, who's looking to do business. Carson uh, Palmer. I don't know. I'm in. I think the de- the the defense was so tore up by what what Philly did. They're going to be so focused on those adjustments that they're going to have a good defensive plan for Tampa Bay this coming week. I like Arizona at home. Give me the points and give me the over. Is Adrian Peterson a wizard? Is that what's going on here? Like, no. I can't. You hated the Cardinals, and I cannot believe you just took them in this game. I'm definitely taking Tampa Bay and the over because the Cardinals look like garbage. They did look like week. garbage. They're hilariously stupid. Hilariously stupid. But you they know, really I mean, bad. I, I, I don't know that Peterson's going to help him this week. Like, I think Peterson helps long term. But this week, after just coming in, how many snaps is he actually going to play? I think they said he he should get between twelve and fifteen carries this week. Maybe I'll see. Maybe that'll be his season stuff. But I think they're going to run at him. I mean, he's a veteran. He's going to. They're not not going to be anything crazy. You can expect though, and this is what I would expect. Any complicated uh, pass blocking situations is where Andre Ellington will be in the game. But when AP is in, they're probably going to run the ball, or they can run some you know some basic play action stuff. So I, I mean, I get it. Tampa Bay is a. Uh, you know, that weird game that they play with New England. Doug Martin back. I like Doug Martin in this game. I think Deshaun Jackson couldn't eat in this game as well. But Patrick Peterson's going to be lined up with Mike Evans. So they are going to force the Cardinals to to let Deshaun Jackson beat them. And that's very possible. Yeah. It happened last week with stupid Philly. But I'm going to say Arizona has had enough go wrong that they know exactly what they need to work with at home. Give me Arizona in the over. Yeah, I like the Deshaun Jackson call because that's, uh, you know, exactly what Nelson Aguilar did to the Cardinals last week. And I did see somebody uh, put a tweet out that it said, here's a list of the wide receivers with two 50-plus yard touchdowns. Nelson Aguilar. Is that that for real? That's it. Really? Only wide receiver with, uh, you know, 50-yard touchdowns, uh, two 50-yard touchdowns. Uh, receiving that would be uh, Nelson Aguilar. That's Who's it. the only running back uh, under 24 with a 90 uh, yard touchdown against the Pittsburgh Steelers? That Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Okay, that has no, a no. Well, I mean, yeah. running back, sure, but Terrell Pryor also as a quarterback, 
ran for like a 94-yard touchdown against Pittsburgh, too. That was back in the Palomalu days where he was old and just could not catch up to Pryor at all, even a little bit. Now Pryor's old. Um, Everyone can catch up to him. Uh, (laughs) Next game, box: The Rams at the Jags. This is actually surprisingly a pretty interesting game. This is going to be a great game. Yeah, I kind of want to watch this game. Uh, The Jags are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 42. What do you think? You know, I I like that everybody's jazzed up on Jacksonville right now, and the run game is amazing. The defense is super strong right now, but they still have Blake Bortles as their quarterback, and the Rams have been playing great. Uh, I think they're going to score some points in this game, and Bortles is going to turn the ball over because the Rams' defense has gotten stronger and stronger. Like, the better Aaron Donald gets, the better the Rams' defense gets. So I'm going to take the Rams, and I'm going to take the under in this game. I think it's going to be very under. I think it's going to be a lot like the Seattle-LA game from last week. So Rams in the under for me. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the same thing. You got two of the top five fantasy running backs uh, going in this game, but against good defenses. If you had to take a guess, just you got to pick one. Who's the big running back in this one? Is it Gurley or is it Fournette? Because I'm leaning Gurley, even though Fournette has been on a, a bender, if you will. Uh, if I had to pick one, I think I would go with Fournette just because I think this they're just going to hand him the ball 8 million times, just like they okay. did against Pittsburgh. And maybe at the end of the game, he can break one off. How about one more? Uh, what's the one receiver out of this game you would want to start? Pass. Don't say Sammy Watkins. No, I'm not. Uh, Robert Woods. Oh, oh, so gross. It's Just ugly, won the ball dude. I don't want to start anybody. I don't want to start anybody in this right. game. This game's terrible. Yeah, it's a horrible. It's a horrible receiving game. It should be like 200 total yards passing and then like 400 yards rushing. That's what we want to see. Uh, what's up with your team? <laughs> Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City is only favored by four and a half. The over-under is 46, the Welsh. Um, I'll just tell you what I'm going to do in this game. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, everybody doubting Ben. You know, uh, I think that this is what he needs to be fired up. Last year, when the Steelers got mud-stomped by Philly in Philly, Kansas City came into Pittsburgh and got annihilated. I don't think that this is going to be annihilation by any stretch of the imagination. There's no way the Chiefs underestimate Pittsburgh at all. But I think Pittsburgh at least beats the spread, if not wins straight up. And I'm going to take the under in this game because I think both defenses are going to step up. I'm in mostly agreement, except I'm going to take Pittsburgh and the over in this game. Um, You know, I'm not sure Pittsburgh is shown to be uh, as stout of a defense as we might possibly thought they were going to be this year. And Alex Smith has been super, super efficient. Kareem Hunt, best back in the league. That's probably not. I mean, I just talked about the Jags and and, uh, and the Rams having two of the top running backs. You might have the top two running backs in the entire NFL in this stupid game with Hunt and Le'Veon Bell. So I think there's going to be points scored here. I Kansas City is a really, really difficult place to go play in. But I think Lev Bell can succeed for the most part. I think this is another Antonio Brown game. I don't love Martavis Bryant in this, but I like sco- I like points to be scored, and that's why I think it's going to happen in this. Pittsburgh in the over. Are you so you're not wor- okay? Is Big Ben a tw- uh, top twelve starting quarterback this week? No, I wouldn't start him. Uh, you know, look, coming off of five picks and being older, I love Ben, and uh, but he is not a number one QB at this point. You can't. Who would you rather start? Just can't. Ben or, or Alex Smith this weekend? 
Alex Smith. Yeah, I would too. I would. It doesn't mean uh, Roethlisberger is going to be completely inefficient, but you're not going to be surprised if this is like 280 yards, two touchdowns, a pick, uh, a whole lot of Lev uh, Lev Bell, maybe you know some defense kind of running in there. I could see Alex Smith going. You know, I can see Alex Smith going 330, two touchdowns, and Kareem Hunt is kind of running on it. That's why I like the over. In well, this if he game. goes 330, it's definitely going over, and I think Kansas City wins. But I I like this just to be a close low lower scoring game you know i think if it also the, the kareem hunt could have a really big game because pittsburgh has been giving up a ton of rushing guys gave up a ton to jordan howard gave up a ton to Fournette. so kareem hunt has to be your number one running back play this week I, yeah that's for sure i uh we're coming back here in just a couple minutes and we got to plow through three we got to get through uh the chargers and the raiders and marshawn lynch who's not a viable rb2 according to the smart people of the world the Giants at Denver and Indianapolis at Tennessee. Three games that we will bust through. But you can always get more fantasy football talk on uh, in this league's fantasy football podcast this week. So go check it out. We'll be right back. It's Bogman of the Welsh. this league. That's an awfully full Mountain Dew. Should I drop it on Ben McAdoo? Probably not. Becca Marshall and my fantasy team is probably through. It sounds but, like half rap and half really bad Christopher Walken impression. I, I did actually. That's an do. awfully That's full Mountain Dew. <laughs> Should I drop it on Ben McAdoo? Probably not. Becca Marshall and my fantasy team is probably through. Wednesdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to... In this league. In the dark. That's right. You can always listen to In This League in the dark. Uh, I, was almost, I almost did the rap thing again. In the dark. In the park. In the dark. In, in the, the park. park. Christopher Walken rapping. That's what I do. In this league. Where's Mountain Dew. This is the cipher. Um, all right, uh, three games to get through really quickly here. The, uh, no longer the Clippers. They are now the Chargers. The Chargers at Oakland. There's no information because Derek Carr, they don't know about right now. So as we're recording this, we can't get it. But who do you like straight up in this game? The worthless Marshawn Lynch Raiders or the Clippers? Give me Marshawn Lynch and the Raiders to run all over them Clippers. You think so? You think so? I'm yeah, going to go with the, the Clippers. The Chargers are bad. The Chargers are bad, dude. Like, they beat the Giants. The Giants are horrible. They're really, eh. really bad. Raiders so have two I'll, things going I'll against them. I'll take the Raiders. Raiders have two things going against them. Amari Cooper and Marshawn Lynch. So okay. I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon all day. Melvin but Gordon hope, or Marshawn Lynch. I hope Lynch, the Raiders go crazy, and I've never said that in my life. I hope they go crazy this week just <laughs> so I can hit will. you up on Twitter. I How just am like, the, I'm just digging in. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. How about the Giants at the Broncos? Broncos are favored by 11.5. The over-under is 39.5. I'm going to take Denver in the under. I see this as like a 24-zip game. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> how do you take 11.5? But how do you take the Giants? That's more absurd. You can't take you the can't Giants. You <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't win with any of them. <laughs> can't I'll win go. with the Giants' offensive line. I'll go Denver in the under, too. That's the dumbest game. I, I'm only going to tune into that game just for uh, the hilarity factor of it. All right, what's How the last one? How many points would I have to give you for you to take the Giants? That's my question. You'd probably have to give me 18. I'd have to be spotted two touchdowns. I'll give and it to you. You give it to me? How much? 10 bucks? Um, you going to bet on the Giants? 
Mm, I, <laughs> give me 25 and I'll take it. <laughs> no way. You just said 18, you jerk. I said Try 18. Give yourself a is, full another touchdown? 18 no is fun fodder. Uh, money on the line? I don't know. I don't think you could take the Giants if it's under 20. Uh, all right. How about the last one is the Colts of Tennessee. This line is also off because we don't know if Mariota's playing or not. Uh, I'll take Tennessee. I'm going to go. I'll go Tennessee, too. The Colts. Eh, eh. I like Marlon Mack in this game, though. Yeah. Marlon Mack had uh, a good game last game. Uh, what, what did you take? Did you take the under on Denver? I forgot to write it down. I took the under. Yeah, absolutely. Denver absolutely, okay. Bogman. Um, yeah, I mean, you know Corey Davis. We want to see if uh, Decker can get on track ever this season. That would be nice in this Indy and Tennessee game. And I like Brissett, and Tennessee's look bad. Uh, but I'll take – I think Mario is going to wind up playing, so I'm definitely going to go with Tennessee. Yeah, I think so too. And that sets up, like I said, for your week to get locked in, whatever it is. I'm out at the Arizona Fall League, just just getting fried out there. But I'm seeing some of the top prospects out there. Tune in to Prospect One. Uh, I've got a bunch of shows that are popping up, trying to get some good guests on. You can listen to the College Fantasy Football Podcast with Bogman. You got the ITL. My haircut tomorrow, the Welsh. <gasps> haircut tomorrow. I forgot the 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 long hair. You have like 15 inches of hair. That's going because the Diamondbacks lost. That's right. I'm going to donate it. So wigs for kids. They're getting a ton of hair tomorrow. Wow. Okay. So follow Bogman on Twitter, Bogman Sports, to get the late, the the breaking news, the play-by-play as it happens. I actually wish I was there. That would be fantastic content. <laughs> Maybe you could save it for next week, and I can be there. That'd be awesome. No? Yeah. Uh, I'll. There'll be tons of pictures. I will be bald. 100% bald tomorrow. Oh, that's going to be incredible. All right. Well, uh, go check out the ITL Fantasy Football Podcast, to the basketball, for all of your fantasy needs, and subscribe to this show right here. Never miss a minute of the action over on iTunes. You just search In This League, and you'll be hooked up. There's lots more fantasy coming up. The fantasy News Desk is coming up with Tony Sincata. So until next time, we share our endless love with you and our giant cipher. Don't remember. Don't forget about that. It's Bogman of the Welsh. See you next week.